Hello, listeners. Welcome back to Lotus Village Voices. We're happy to have you here. Today, we'll be spotlighting our education and employment center. Um, so like all of our service hubs throughout the shelter, we try to offer pretty much everything you could imagine one might possibly need in that specific realm. So in this case, to get a job or finish an education while they're staying with us. Um, so on the education side of things, for youth and adults, we have GED and standardized test prep. We'll help people enroll in college or community college or whatever kind of higher education they want to pursue. Uh, we also do a lot of financial literacy training, so budget classes, savings classes, things like that. Um, and then we also use the space for all of our after-school needs for children. So um, we'll have volunteers come in and do tutoring, help them with homework, helping them practice reading, uh, learning games online, things like that. And then over on the employment side, we do all of our job interviews. We'll have pretty regular career fairs with companies that we partner with throughout the community, um, different types of career coaching, resume prep, interview practice, both with people, both with staff and people who come from the outside. Um, we even do things. We've hosted graduation parties in the past, really gorgeous graduation parties with delicious brunches. The Miami superintendent came in. Um, and then we even provide clothing for people for their job interviews is a fun little one. Um, and then, of course, we also have a few different opportunities for employment internally. Uh, so we have our operations team, which we talked about in previous episodes, and then the culinary center, the thrift store. There's both retail and barista training. And recently we've added our hydroponic farm into the mix for different paid internships that we offer for our adult guests. Um, so... Of course, we have lots of different services and programs in the shelter that are all all play a super important role in helping people, you know, rebuild their lives and get on their feet. But the education and employment is definitely a huge part, um, a critical part in building that long term independence, finding decent paying jobs, saving money um, and then building just general greater self-sufficiency in order to move out, which is, of course, the ultimate goal whenever we have someone staying here. Um, so super happy to have our guest today, Cynthia Perez. She is our Employment and Education Director, also co-facilitator for our Rainbow Lotus program for LGBTQ plus guests. So Cynthia, welcome to the show. Go ahead and introduce yourself. Just a little brief bit about yourself. Hello. Well, as you mentioned, I'm Cynthia, the Employment and Education Director uh, it'll be going on about two years now in November that I've been uh, working in the education employment department. Uh, my office is located in the education center where we facilitate so many different things that you mm -hmm. briefly touched on. Um, we have that center that's really uh, directed for our guests that has access to computers, printers, uh, TV for workshop and so much more. Very good point. Yes, forgot to mention that. Um, so you are very passionate about employment. I can definitely see it in the way that you engage with our guests. Um, very much on a mission to get people connected with their jobs. You know, it's a super important part of what we're doing here. Really significant piece of the puzzle, um, and you're really good at it. You definitely make great connections. Um, so tell us a little bit about the process. Um, 
for finding employment for our guests once they enter the shelter? Yeah, so pretty much we need to meet myself and my team. So I have an assistant director of employment and education and an employment and education coordinator. We reach out to every single new guest that enters the shelter and let them know that, you know, hey, we're here and we would like for you to meet with us um, so that we can talk about education or employment goals. Um, It could be both. It could be one or the other. It really varies from guest to Mm -hmm. guest. Um, And then once we meet with these individuals, we pretty much provide counseling, right, education and employment counseling to see what next steps they should be taking or we recommend they should take based on whatever information they're providing to us. So it could be from building a resume. Maybe they don't have a resume. Maybe they've been out of the workforce. Maybe this is their first job. We have families and we have singles. We have youth. So it really varies from guest to guest. So it's pretty much just having that initial meeting with them and then determining what next steps they should be taking. Yeah, I, li- I like how you use the word counseling for that because it is such a case by case basis and everyone has such specific needs and different things going on in their lives when they come here. While the education center has always kind of been this place for kids for after school where they do their homework and tutoring, um, we did have to very quickly go from zero to 100 and pretty much become a school overnight when the pandemic happened um, because, of course, everyone was going to school virtually. Um, And we kind of called this overnight transformation into a virtual classroom, the Lotus Learning Pod. Um, So I was there too. I I do remember it, but why don't you go ahead and describe to the listeners what an average day in the Lotus Learning Pod looked like. So it was like a combination of moments of silence and moments of... uh noise. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, We had children set up on the computer desktops as well as the laptop laptops or their own personal laptops. Um, Different grade levels, ages, um, some on different schedules, some in the same classroom. So we'd be hearing overlapping noises from both students answering the same question. So it was definitely a lot going on in the education center, a really different experience um, (laughs) than I've ever been exposed to. Yes. Yeah. And definitely the the mixed ages and grade levels is an important part to note because, of course, we have up to 250 kids living here. A lot of them are very young, um, but they all are in different grades, different classrooms, uh, a lot of times going to different schools. Uh, We have people in a mix of charter schools, public schools, high school, elementary school, all of that. So what what was it like um, with all these kids of different ages and different schools? What's it like to coordinate that and make sure that everyone is, in fact, attending school and meeting these learning benchmarks that they need to meet? So pretty much my team decided that we would be monitoring attendance and grades every so often to make sure that, one, our kids are doing well academically and actually attending class, right? They go mm-hmm. hand in hand. If they're not attending, then probably that's why their grades may be suffering. Excuse me. So we had to be looking at um, both of these items, right? Um, we would monitor it. And then if there were any, you know, lower grades or 
uh, low attendance, we would reach out to the parents. Sometimes even the schools reach out to us. Um, Project Upstart as well coordinates with us. So they'll reach out and let us know about a certain student that might be missing class or not making the grade or may not be promote, be promoted to the next grade level. So a lot of um, hands just making sure that our kids were attending class and, you know, at, at grade level. Mm -hmm. uh, what are your insights from your time here on kind of cultivating this space where it's structured and supportive for learning and employment for both children and adults? How do you create this safe learning space for people? I would say it's just the fact that my team is readily available to provide support. So a lot of the individuals who come to Lotus House don't have that support, don't have that guidance, right? And going back to more so the younger unaccompanied youths, they don't have someone to really give them some some options, right? Because I, I don't want to say that I'm making decisions. I'm just giving them, hey, you have all these other opportunities. It's up to you to decide. Um, so it's really making sure that our guests know that we have an education center that has all of these resources that's at their disposal. Um, and we would like for them to definitely come in and partake in, in everything that we have to offer. And like I said, our team is there and ready and definitely wants to see them succeed, get a job and, and move out. So any success stories that come to mind, whether it's a specific person or, you know, programs as a whole, go ahead and share us some, some positive stories. Yeah, I definitely have lots of success stories. Um, I think one of the first ones I can think of was with an individual, she was doing the MBC hospitality training. So it's a Miami-Dade College hospitality training and she completed the class successfully and then was placed into a housekeeping position. But unfortunately, the work itself, for some reason, it was just too much for her. Mm -hmm. um, and she she wasn't able to do the work. And she pretty much came and saw me and she's like, look, you know, I really tried my best to stay with that job and it just not working. out." I was like, hey, I understand. Why don't you consider doing an internship here um, so that she wouldn't be kind of like without pay at the moment, right? So she signed up, she did the internship, and then ultimately she ended up getting hired here at Lotus House. Um, so that was like one of my first ones, first success stories I, I constantly think back at because I really didn't think it was gonna get to the point at which it got to, yeah. but it did. Um, I also have another guest who um, she has like, a, I wanna say maybe like a sixth grade reading level, um, she needed assistance with filling out applications. I would reach out to employers um, and let them know like, hey, she's hardworking. She is not able to read and write. Um, would you give her an opportunity? So finally, it got to the point of where actually she was hired um, at a really nice restaurant in Wynwood. Um, nice. And that was that was really great. Uh, she was really happy about it, super grateful about being given the opportunity and she's successfully been able to maintain work while she's That's awesome. at the shelter. What does it feel like to be able to secure employment for people on a regular basis? Um, I would say really the guests will come and thank me and I just tell them know that I let them know that I've done the least. They've done the most. I really don't try to take 
um, the shine away from mm -hmm. them. It's really them. Um, I'm really just kind of like pointing and they're doing the walking in that direction. So like I said, it's, I mean, it feels great. I won't deny it, but whenever they ask, I'm like, hey, no, it's just thank you. Like pat yourself, like you're the one getting it done. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, you're, you're providing the lift up for them. Yeah, providing exactly. The platform. Yep. Nice, nice. Well, awesome. Thank you so much for joining us, for taking the time. It was a pleasure to have you. Um, I respect and admire your work so much. You are so great at what you do, and we're very lucky to have you. Thank you. I'm glad to be with Lotus House. Thank you again to Cynthia for sharing her time and insights with us. We're now going to pivot over to some interviews with the kids where we caught them in the education center to hear what's going on with school and all things learning. Um, my name is Marilyn and I'm 11 years old. 11. So you are in fifth grade? Sixth grade. Sixth grade. And what kinds of stuff are you learning in sixth grade? Um, decimals, how to multiply decimals, um, how to divide um, fractions and horizontal division. You like hanging out in the education room? Yeah. You get lots of help here? Mm-hmm. We're doing my homework, and we get to do it in the um, computers, too. What is your favorite thing to learn about in school? Um, the presidents. Are you interested in being president or going into government when you grow up? Yeah. Yeah? That's awesome. What kinds of, what makes you want to do that? I don't know, but when I grow up, I want to be a crime scene investigator, so I'm kind of in the government, I guess. But, yeah, I like solving stuff. Hello, Miss Serenity. All right, do you want to tell everyone what your name is and how old you are? I'm three. Three years old, that's awesome. Okay, Miss Serenity, what are you learning in school? ABCs. What other kinds of stuff are you learning? I'm learning, uh, I do my homework. What kind of homework do you do? Uh, my special name. Say it again? My name. Oh, you're learning how to write your name. Can you spell your name for me right now? Serenity Joseph and Serenity. Can you spell it for me? Serenity Joseph. Okay, great job. What's your favorite thing to learn about in school? Uh, butterflies. <gasps> I love butterflies. What was the other one? A heart. A heart? Like yeah. drawing a heart? Yeah. I love that. My name is Honesty. I'm eight years old. Beautiful. So what grade are you in Honesty? Third grade. What do you think is the most fun thing to learn about in school? Math and reading in art, and PE. Basically a lot of things that's in school. What kinds of stuff do you do in the education room? We we learn things first. When I first came here, I wasn't going to actual school. I was virtual, virtual school. I was online. I went into education room, and it was a lot of things. Every time we finish our homework, we get a snack. We go to our room, then we go in the yoga room. So basically, it's a lot of things I love about Lowe's House in the education room. We hope you enjoyed our kiddos. They are certainly the highlight of my day. Before we wrap up, let's talk urgent needs. 
Right now we could use in-kind donations, so any kind of item that isn't covered by our other grants, particularly all the items that are going to appear on our Amazon wish lists. So there are a few different lists categorized by program, so be sure to hit the links and explore whatever piques your interest as far as what you'd like to give. Also, the holiday season is right around the corner, and this is by far the busiest time of year for us. We could definitely use your help stepping in at this time, um, especially for our programming and culinary teams. So that would be hosting any kinds of after-school activities for the kids, hosting any housewide events, um, sorting donations, both toys and food, uh, sponsoring or serving a meal, anything like that. As always, all the links you'll need for the in-kind donations, the wish lists, and volunteering sign-up are all in the show notes. For anything else, feel free to email us at love at lotushouse.org. Once again, we would like to give a big thank you to the Miami-Dade Children's Trust for making this show possible. Thanks everyone for tuning in once again. We'll catch you next time.